Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This episode is brought to you by KPMG. At KPMG, innovation is the go-to state of mind. Their visionary thinkers and advanced technology help you see beyond the now, uncover new insights, and turn them into opportunities. KPMG can help you leverage the value of data and drive transformational outcomes through innovation. To explore their thinking, go to kpmg.us. The all-new Chevy Colorado is made for more. Stacked with the latest in-vehicle technologies like a class-leading 11-inch diagonal center touchscreen and an extra-large wireless charging pad. Plus, it features wireless Apple CarPlay and Android Auto compatibility to make staying connected easy wherever your adventure takes you. Chevy Colorado. Made for more. Learn more at Chevrolet.com slash truck slash Colorado. Claims based on latest competitive data. And I'm Rusty. Rusty, we are moving to season two. Yeah, season two. That was quick. Yeah, it did. It kind of flew by. Honestly. I wasn't, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, uh, I wasn't expecting it to move as fast as it moved, but here we are, it season two, very episode fast. one. All right, so this is season two, episode one. Like you said, it is how to fire a rifle without really trying. Yeah, how to fire a rifle without really trying. And this it's is a uh, big gun episode. It is a big gun episode. It is uh, a big Bobby and Hank uh, centric episode. Uh, they hang out together a lot, which is which is kind of unusual. <laughs> yeah, it is, it is kind of unusual. Yeah. yeah, you're right, definitely. So we start off. We are at the state fair, obviously, uh, because big tech. Big techs. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. anybody that's not from Texas or hadn't been to the state fair of Texas. Um, there is what would you say thirty stories high? Oh uh, yeah, he's big. I'm not sure exactly how big he is, huge. but he's huge. Yeah, he's yeah. got to probably be about thirty stories high. And he's he's dressed all in his Texas gear, and and uh, he welcomes people to the state fair, you know, normally. And so we get big text going, "Howdy, partner!" Yeah. And so here they are, and then uh, we go over to uh, Hank and Bobby are going to the uh, carnival uh, attractions. So they. Um, 
They're doing uh, throw balls. They're yeah, throwing balls, throwing ping pong. Yep. You yep. know the shoot, the shootout or whatever the BB guns. Yeah. So first off, they start with the um, the balls and uh, yeah, Bobby. he's teaching him. Yeah, he's teaching Bobby how to he's a, yeah. you know, how to throw a baseball, pretty much. Right, yeah. right. And he says, uh, "Kick up your leg, Bobby. Arch your back. Whip your forearm. Snap your wrist." And uh, Bobby chunks it, and the poor guy that's in the booth, he's like, hey, hey. Yeah, and it <laughs> and just so goes nuts. Just yeah, goes the ball the doesn't place. go where he wants it to, absolutely. Yeah. And so Hank, in typical Hank fashion, says, uh, Bobby, you better let me throw that last one. This man here is trying, trying to run, run a business. business. <laughs> like, I don't know what that business. has to do with him throwing a baseball. But <laughs> Then we go to the ping pong balls, and I'm assuming this is the uh, goldfish thing, right? Yeah, you yeah, know? we throw the, mm-hmm. the ping pong and the goldfish. Yeah, that's got to be really nice for those goldfish. Yeah. Uh, but he tells him about how uh, uh, ping pong balls are, are tricky. Excuse me. Ping pong balls are tricky. Don't grip it hard. You know, throw that it requires finesse, finesse. All that stuff. He looks down, and Bobby's got ping pong balls in his mouth and calling himself the commish. Yeah, look, Dad, I'm commish. <laughs> I'm commish. Yeah. <laughs> so last thing they go to is they've got the BB gun, and they're trying to fire at the ducks and stuff going by. Yeah, it's real funny because, again, Hank is still trying to teach him – you know, how to shoot, and we'll learn here quickly how not good he is at that's shooting. That's right, that's right. <laughs> and so uh, he tells him, you know, line up the sights, it's not cheating, and Bobby takes a shot, and boom, he gets it. Uh, and Hank, of course, is like, lucky, lucky shot. shot. Good job, yeah. son, lucky shot. Uh, and then he tries to tell him, you know, uh, now, this time, do this with it, and, and, they just and plink, he just starts plink, mowing plink, these plink. things. Yeah. yeah, he just mowing them down. And so they are in the uh, they're they're on the way home with Peggy in the car. I'm not sure where she was during this this uh, this time. She was probably in Lubbock buying shoes. No, she's or either Amarillo. Or she's either in was, Lubbock yeah. buying shoes, Amarillo buying shoes, or she is in uh, you know that side thing that you go to at the fair where people have made quilts and stuff. Isn't the, the isn't Big Tex where where is that fair at then? Is that in like the Dallas Fort Worth area? Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. I've yeah. never been, so I don't know. I mean, I've I've seen big text, but I've never yeah. been to the actual event. Well, I'm assuming she was in the uh, the the side building, you know, looking at the crafts and the quilts. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, that might, like she's that. Hanging out with uh, men and Nancy, maybe. That's right. But uh, anyway, she uh, uh, she's listening to Bobby regale uh, about his uh, his account shooting down these ducks, and he's like, you know, one came up, another one went down, another one went down, just telling or how great it is and she goes uh hank says he must have killed a thousand ducks and peggy's yeah. like a thousand bucks a thousand ducks that's great did yeah. you kill any, any bunnies, bunnies? <laughs> did you kill any bunnies and then i just uh, thought that was fantastic yeah i did too and then hank starts bragging about him saying that he shows a real talent for mm-hmm. shooting peggy mm-hmm. this could be a sport yeah. And then they start talking about getting a rifle, and then yeah. she's like, "He's too. It's you know, it's too dangerous. He's only twelve. So we find out Bobby's twelve. Mm-hmm. This is, I think, the first mm-hmm. time his age yeah. is, yeah, I believe so, mentioned. And uh, <laughs> Hank Hank states, "Well, he's not been too young for five years. Yeah. So yeah. So so here, seven is the age you get a kid a gun. Apparently, apparently, in Texas. Yeah. And then." Uh, Peggy goes, it would be like giving Boggle to an eight-year-old, even though the box says that uh, that's okay. That's right. So, that's right. You don't want to give an eight-year-old Boggle. Yeah, I don't think an eight-year-old would want Boggle. No, I don't think so either. Uh, but uh, Hank is talking about uh, how he never gets time to spend time with Bobby. Because he's not good at anything. Right. He's not good <laughs> at anything. I can't hang out with my son because my son sucks at everything that he tries to do. Yeah. And so... Uh, he, he starts pulling out the cats in the cradle thing, uh, about how he needs to get with Bobby before Bobby's got his own propane business you yeah, know, that yeah. he's so busy with. 
Uh, and, and of course, that makes Peggy uh, tear up a little bit. Yeah, Hank, you're making me tear up. And I, I guess you know, she's probably disappointed that her son would be a propane salesman and not something else. Maybe, maybe that's why she's. No, up. <laughs> I think she's just tearing up because of the cats in the cradle. Yeah, thing. the but cats in the cradle. Next, we see Hank. He is at uh, Megalo Mart, and yeah, uh, this is my favorite part of the whole thing right here. <laughs> Where's the children's gun section? Right. Oh, aisle 47. Yeah. It's over there. You know, yeah. <laughs> Bobby is super excited. He's got a lot of questions. You know, can I keep on gun in a room? Can I put bullets in my pocket? Can I <laughs> put a gun rack on my bike? This one makes Hank stop. Yeah. Absolutely. He said, do you know how long I've been waiting for you to ask me that? Yeah, that's one of my favorite lines <laughs> in this episode, too. Just thinking about a gun rack on a bike. I wonder I wonder if that's yeah. a, if that's an actual thing. I don't think that's a thing. thing. Yeah, I don't know Maybe where you not put anymore. it. Where do you put it? Well, you would have like a, a, a basket on the back or, or or you'd have like a side rail that you'd like, like that you could like kind of like a horse where you have like the side saddle bag yeah. for it. Maybe something Or maybe like if that. you had like one of those hot rod bikes, you know, with the big uh, lean back seat on it or something, maybe you could put it behind it or whatever, you know. The big, yeah, yeah. One of the low rider bikes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, and, uh, uh, they get to the, they get to the guns. Bobby's looking at them. He has good feelings about this one or that one. Uh, and, uh, then Hank, you know, wants to tell him, you know, make sure, you know, Bobby, that Marlin is a lot like the first 22 my dad gave me yeah. and Marlin, I'm assuming is the, the brand of the gun. And, uh, so they start talking about, um, you know, um, Shin, Shin boy giving Hank, uh, a gun when he was little, he said a lot like it, you know, he had a 22, it's kind of a hill tradition. Yeah. And so we're setting up that storyline. Uh, about Hank and Cotton shooting guns. Shooting guns. So uh, now we're headed over to the gun range. Dale's gun range, the Arlen, well, uh, the Arlen Gun Club. I don't think right. this is the official gun range of the town. I think this is just where all the gun nuts go. So, Could be. So, uh, they, Bobby, they, Bobby thought it was always yeah, a crack house. Yeah, a crack house. <laughs> and when you pull up, it is reminiscent of what a crack house it in does Texas look a little bit like a crack like. house yeah. it looks rough it's a really rough looking building so we go, uh, we go inside and dale's in there telling everybody a, you know one of his stories uh talking about how this guy had the same snow white uh, camouflage on that he had yeah. can you even believe it uh and uh then he's like hey Hank Hill, you finally decided to join the club. Yeah, it was funny how he just, he just looks over at him and, well, Hank Hill, <laughs> yeah, yeah. look what the cat dragged in kind of response to him. And Hank Hank tells Dale, and I'm not here to join. I just want to use the range. And Dale's like, well, there's a $2, $2 charge for non-members to shoot here. Bobby says, what's the membership cost? Dale says, lifetime membership's free. And then, like, the camera <laughs> at this time pans around the room to all the ridiculous stuff. There's, like, a rat head on a mount. Yeah, yeah. And it's just a bunch of ridiculous stuff. Uh-huh, <laughs> uh-huh. But Hank, Hank says, I'll just pay the $2. Yeah, you know, I'll just pay the 2 bucks Instead of joining yeah. the thing for free, he's just going to pay the 2 bucks. Uh, we get a comment about Hank's uh, Hank's jacket and how Desert Storm it is by Dale. Yeah, which is wearing a, a khaki a yeah. khaki jacket. And then we've got uh, Hank and Bobby out on the shooting range, and and Hank is giving Bobby some tips. He uh, safety's underneath the firing pin, uh, and I hope you're listening because I'm not repeating this. Yeah. <laughs> what? So uh, he tells Bobby, you know, hey, you got to take it slow, and bam, there goes Bobby, and he just starts knocking them off. Oh my again. God, the boy can shoot. Yeah, yeah, he's he's shooting them all right in the center. You yeah, know, they pull perfect. the pull the target back up, and, and the guy, then, guy next door is like, "Boy, that boy can shoot." And he goes, "Hell yeah, he's my boy. He's my boy." And he <laughs> doesn't hesitate. Yeah, I like that line too. And uh, he tells Bobby, "What you've done here is very good." And it's funny because uh, Bobby is kind of uh, a snob about his yep. his shooting. Well, 
I'm yeah. a little upset with the grouping. The grouping. Like, like he, it's just dead center, and it's all – he was shooting on top of – the holes on top of holes. Yeah. So it was just like this my, big hole in the middle. My question is, where did Bobby learn about grouping? Yeah. That is, you know? <laughs> well, I mean, you know, he dived into it, I guess. That's one thing about Bobby is I think when he's involved in things, he's pretty knowledgeable about the oh, things yeah. he dives into. yeah. Even though he is a little bit of a goober, so the guy next, the guy next to him is, hey, y'all ought to enter into the uh, into the father son fun shoot, which uh, is brought to you by the Arlen Endowment for the Arts. And Don, yeah, <laughs> Arlen great. Endowment for the Arts, <laughs> the AEA. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Hank is is very excited. He's uh, save your money, Mister. We're in. Bobby's great. His father and son thing's finally going to pay off, <laughs> and. Yeah, I thought that was funny. Uh, yeah. yeah, and then Hank line. sends him inside and says uh, he's going to shoot now. You know, it sends Bobby in for some more bullets. Talks about how the last time he had a gun in his hands was when a bush was in the White House, not that Herbert H. Walker bush. Either. Yeah, he said. Uh, now he said uh, last time. Uh, he said, "I bet you there was a Texan in the White House." Texan, and in the I White ain't House. talking about That's Herbert right. Walker Bush either. That's right. And now we get Hank trying to shoot a gun. And uh, Hank starts shaking and sweating, and and, and he can uh, hear his dad screaming, yeah. "What are you waiting for, boy? Pull the trigger!" And he has make the some noise. Yeah, yep. has the big flash. Make some noise. Make some noise. Uh, he knows yeah. he can't shoot. Never and, gonna be a war hero. And little <laughs> little Hanky, he's like, "I want my binky back." Yeah, I want my. He said, "If you want your binky <laughs> back, you got to come in firing." <laughs> yeah. That's right. That's right. Now, I thought target. that was funny too. He asked for his binky, and his dad's yeah. like, "You better grab that gun. You got to shoot out of here for that binky." <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, now we're back at the Hank ha- Hank Hill house, and uh, Bobby's looking through the NRA magazine, and uh, he's like, "That's a nice gun. That's a cool gun." <laughs> and Hank's just responding with, "Yep." Yep. yep. And and Peggy's like, oh, it's so nice to see you guys talking. <laughs> yeah, he looks very like, uh, now that he's known that he can't shoot and he feels like he's oh, about yeah. to disappoint his son, he doesn't, yeah. like he's making up every excuse in the book, which is funny, you know, later on the, when they're talking and everything and he, he starts to sound uh, like a, a, what does Bobby call a loser? That's mm-hmm. loser talk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, Bobby Bobby says this gun's very nice, and Hank's just had his limit. He's uh, they're all nice gun they're all nice guns, and all guns are nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so Peggy uh, is asking about how it went. It went great. Uh, Bobby says he hit the center every time. Uh, she's really proud of him. Says no time at all. You'll be better than your father. And, and he course, gets kind of like pinpricked by that and he goes Hank well that, what's that supposed to mean let's see him hold down a job and be so he's a 12 year old <laughs> that's, that's right. good at shooting yeah. he's talking yeah. about let him hold down a job and see if he can shoot that good bobby then <laughs> spots these uh father and son ponchos that zip together and wants to know if he can get those for the tournament and hank is like well before we start buying a bunch of stuff and and hank is hank's really trying to push this thing aside now he's yeah he's definitely really he's, he's trying to get off. out of it yeah. yeah you can tell he's trying to get uh, out of it let's make sure we're not getting to another tap dance lesson situation here yeah, which I imagine for for Hank, I mean, it's probably realistic to say that because he's probably paid for a lot of different things oh. at this point. Oh yeah, improv and, classes. Yeah, improv classes. You know, clown shoes. Clown you shoes. know, whatever else Bobby's involved in, especially video games. He's paid for at least the Game Boy. Oh yeah, and the oh and a console system too. Has to so, be a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So Hank, trying to push it off, says, "Why don't we get you in one of those safety courses? And once they've sucked all the fun out of it, then we'll see if you still like it." Yeah. <laughs> So now we go we go to the safety class. We got a guy who is missing an arm and who has an eye patch, and he is giving them the what, what for about gun safety. 
Uh, I didn't know it was loaded. It's not an acceptable excuse. I wasn't there, or I never met those people. Our better, better excuses, excuses. <laughs> yeah, generally. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, then uh, when I was your age, I used to get so excited about hitting the target, I'd run right out onto the range. Now that's how I lost this thumb and later this eye. <laughs> yeah, if it weren't for he said if it weren't for the NRA safety guidelines, I'd be a no stub. Well, he, says, he says the NRA safety guidelines I eventually accepted. I'd be a <laughs> stub. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, Bobby, Bobby asked about, uh, discharging the magazine and then says, put on the safety. Um, the, the, and again, he's out there shooting and these guys are like, holy crap, he's hitting the center every time. Yeah. You know, he shot six shots all dead center. And he looks at him and says, I know. And then that guy runs out. Yeah. He <laughs> runs, runs out. out in front of everybody. He's like, Hey, look at this. Hey, everybody look at this. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Hank, Again, he's trying to put this thing aside. He's, he's oh, he's coming you know, up like he went from yeah. he went from making excuses to making excuses. He put out uh, what what was his excuses here? Uh, I'm too come, busy. Too busy. New propane seasons coming up. Uh-huh. I don't know what the hell that's supposed to mean. He's going to check propane into season. Heck, Darlin's, uh, Mo- yeah, Darlin's motorcycle, motorcycle, which is weird. Yeah, Hank I can't see motorcycle. Hank on a motorcycle. Yeah, yet I can't see yeah, yeah, one yeah, yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and Bobby's like, well, but you said if I was still interested and I'm still still interested. interested. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) and then we get the input from Peggy. Hank, you love guns. Bobby loves guns. Carpe diem. Yeah. Or whatever. DM or however she (laughs) She says it. Yeah. She butchers it. She butchered it for sure. (laughs) She thinks she's so high class. Uh, Bobby, uh, now, now the guys are going out to practice, but they're going out real, real early. Yeah. Bobby's like, why do we have to practice so early? Hank said, uh, I just want you to get used to the pressure of shooting when no one's watching. Yeah. Which doesn't make a lot of (laughs) sense. That doesn't make any sense. Okay. This is all just, uh, Hank trying to get out of it because he can't, can't shoot a gun. All of a sudden you have Hank trying to shoot and Bobby is giving him tips now. He's like, what's wrong with you? Why don't you steady yourself? Close one eye. How can you hit anything the way you're holding it? Don't grip the barrel so hard. It requires finesse. And then and he slips into his dad. Yeah. Now we get the flashback. Someday soon, all of you will be drafted into war. Some of you, like Hank, will be killed. Yeah. <laughs> Others can shoot and may become war heroes. Now commence to fire. Yeah. And then we go back to present day with Hank, and he's like, uh, something's wrong with my rifle. I just can't shoot today. Bobby's like, uh, oh, let me see it. Come on, I bet I can fix it. You can't yeah. fix it. It's in the shaft. And Bobby's like, there's no shaft on a gun. <laughs> there's no shaft on a gun. And this is where we get a, a celebrity guest appearance here. So the voice of the next guy that we meet, which was, uh, which is the uh, sports psychologist, yeah. is Wallace Shawn. Inconceivable. Yeah, that inconceivable. Guy. So it yeah. would be the Princess Bride. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was on uh, the entire, he's been in every Toy Story film. Yeah. And he was uh, Rex, the voice of the T Rex, yeah. the dinosaur. Oh, yeah. uh, he was in Clueless. He's done some just, great just, work. Just for, you know, for everybody, he, just a he few movies a, he's done. He is a wonderful character actor. Uh, know, he did guy. really good in Star Trek D Space Nine, too. That's the one I watched him in. He played a character called Grand Nagus, Zek, in Star Trek. God bless you. Yeah, yeah, that I, I have no idea about. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but he, he says, he just kind of moseys up to Hank and says, uh, you know, it's tough shooting out there. Keeping a gun steady can take a lot out of a man. Hank, well, number one, when the guy sits down, Hank moves over immediately. Like, yeah, inches over yeah. some. And he's like, do you mind? I'm trying to sit here. 
I'm trying yeah, to I'm trying sit to here. sit here. <laughs> and so uh, this guy, he starts telling Hank about how he thinks he can help him because he's a sports psychologist. He said he worked with the Cowboys. Yeah, and then he asks him and when. He says when. He goes, last season. And this season here that he would be talking about would be the season after their Super Bowl season. Uh, so they went to the Super Bowl yeah. in 96 yeah. after Jimmy Johnson got fired. Yeah. And then they hired Barry Switzer. Barry yep. Switzer took him to that one Super Bowl with Jimmy Johnson's team. Right. And then that following year, they were just absolutely yeah, garbage yeah, yeah. and i guess that's what that's so the year he's, he's talking about he says i worked with the cowboys hank goes when he goes last season he goes goodbye yeah goodbye <laughs> <laughs> but he starts talking about how uh you know research has shown that athletic performance is 10 percent physical and 100 percent mental uh hank's like that, that adds up, up to 110 percent right breakthrough <laughs> Um, but hank's asking him about you know do you just hang out here waiting for people to to miss a lot you know, well, just in the mornings uh, when the lousy shots arrive, in the afternoons I go to the bowling alley. Yeah, losers are very <laughs> predictable, uh, yeah. which is kind of funny with this character. His name is Philip Nye, uh, but they drew him as well to also look like the voice actor. So yeah, I, don't know, like I don't know him. if yeah. they picked the voice actor and then drew him or what, but that, oh. that was uh, uh, that was one of the little tidbits. So now we're back to Bobby, and uh, Bobby wants to know about practicing for the tournament after school. Mm -hmm. Hank's like, no, I'd have to come get you, then go back over there. It'd waste a good 10 minutes. Uh, he said that, uh, what about shooting after dinner? No, you don't want to exercise on a full stomach. Yeah, no. And then Bobby's best uh, uh, follow-up to that is maybe I could take the guns to school and we could squeeze off a few rounds between classes. Yeah. <laughs> Hank's like, you shouldn't take guns to school with you. They're dangerous. And then Bobby says, guns, guns are, are dangerous. <laughs> and this kind of makes me laugh right here because as soon as he uh, says guns are dangerous, all three of all three come. of his buddies, yep. and it's kind of funny because at first it's just like Dale pops up behind the fence, yeah. and then they all start side they shuffling, all, and then it's are. all three of them. So they're all standing out there drinking beer, just listening to other people's conversations. Yeah, the and then time. you got Bill there. He goes, well, what's this uh, thing about guns being dangerous? <laughs> That's right. They kill people. Guns Dale. don't kill people. The government does. That's Dale. Yeah, Dale. yeah of course. Yeah. Uh, but uh, <laughs> my favorite part is Bill saying, Hank, hey, guns have been around for years. They were dangerous. I think someone would have said, said something. something. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Hank, uh, also, I love this quote, most deaths in the home, this is Hank talking, most deaths in the home are from guns and gun accessories. Gun accessories. Gun accessories. Yeah, what's what a gun accessory? <laughs> So, uh, Dale quizzes him, uh, you know, guy breaks into your house. How are you going to shoot him? Um, well, number one, you know, are, are, that's the only option. That's how the only option. How are you going to shoot him? And yeah. then, uh, Hank tells Dale that's right out of the NRA magazine, August issue. That's it. That's <laughs> and then it. we get a, a, a Boomhauer isms, some isms here from Boomhauer. <laughs> I tell you what, that dang old NRA is all right, man. That insurance gets you with dismemberment and all you get 20,000 just cause you arm blows off, man. <laughs> <laughs> so uh hank hank starts talking about the nra and hank is very defensive at this point because he doesn't want anybody knowing he's got this issue yeah he's you trying know, to surprise surprise he's trying to get everybody else riled up yeah and so he's asking um uh dale hey uh dale the nra is in washington dc do you support washington dc uh, yeah <laughs> and dale's like mm, that's a thinker that's a thinker <laughs> Looking to start a business? You'll need a registered agent to receive legal notices and documents on your behalf. Look no further than Universal Registered Agents. Our team of professionals will ensure you never miss an important document. And we can even help you form your business with services like entity formation and document filing. Plus, 
we'll help you switch to our service for a lower cost and pay the change fees. Trust Universal Registered Agents to help your business succeed. Contact us today to learn more. From the host of the popular podcast, The Only One in the Room, Stash by Laura Cathcart Robbins is a propulsive and vivid memoir about the journey to sobriety and self-love amidst addiction, privilege, racism, and self-sabotage. Best-selling author Holly Whitaker calls it an irresistibly delicious story. And MacArthur Foundation fellow and best-selling author Kiese Lehman says Stash is emotionally riveting. Buy Stash by Laura Cathcart Robbins now, wherever books are sold. Come on, man. I thought you said we have better seats this time. Oh, but we do. With 100 times space zoom on my new Samsung Galaxy S23 Ultra, we can see everything. Whoa, are you zooming in on the coach's clipboard? Yep, and it looks like he might be doodling. The mascot riding a pony? I can't even see the puck that they need to shoot! So, how do you like our seats now? <laughs> I think I just really like your S23 Ultra. Take advantage of amazing carrier offers now at Samsung.com. On a beautiful run through the park on a pleasant day, you can easily get lost. No, no, no! She didn't kill him. Huh? In your true crime podcast. It was the pool guy. So obvious. Whatever motivates you works for us. It's all about letting your run be your run. And Brooks is here for every runner. Doing the research and sweating the details to create gear that works for you. It's your run. Brooks, run happy. Yeah, so um, now we're at the part where um, Bobby is is really concerned that they're not going to be able to do this, and so he just basically takes his vest and all his other stuff off, and he's just going to throw it in the trash. Mm. Peggy catches him trying to throw it in the trash, and she's like, hey, you've been sleeping in that vest for two weeks. And Bobby's like, well, I think I messed up. I made Dad not like guns anymore. Peggy's like, well, that can't be true. Your father's love for guns is unconditional. Yeah. Uh, and then Bobby's just questioning, you know, why didn't he want me to? Sh- why didn't he want to shoot in the tournament with me anymore? Is he afraid I'm going to embarrass? Yeah, him? he thinks it's about That's him. That's a bad thing. Yeah, Bobby uh, thinks Bobby's it's him. turning everything yeah. on himself because there's so many times in his life where he's been enthusiastic about something and his dad is just shit all over it. And and, and it's something that he thought since it's such a. In Texas, it's such a rite of passage or, or, or a manly thing in some areas of Texas oh, yeah. to, to uh, you know, participate in gun activities. And now his dad is like the one manly thing that Bobby is good at outside of golf. So this is the second time that he's been That's just true. naturally because he was naturally good at golf. Yeah. So yeah. this is the at second thing. Yeah, at least once. Yeah. So, yeah, it's kind of I don't know. It's kind of weird how Hank's acting for sure for Bobby, especially. So uh, Peggy uh, is questioning Hank now, you know, what, what's going on with you? What happened? He goes, well, you were right. Uh, Bobby is too young for a gun. Uh, and they go back and forth, and, and um, she, she talks about how Bobby's not going to let him down, you know, and all that. Hank's finally like, Peggy, I can't shoot. And this, this to me was like a Hallmark moment or something. So Peggy turns around and she's like, I still love you no matter what, you know, even though he can't shoot. Which is funny because he thinks that it's going to be some kind of like big, you know, wrench in the gears of their relationship that he can't shoot. Hank also thinks the whole town's going to be, he's going to be a laughingstock to the whole town. I mean, he's got a nary urethra and no ass and she's been with him this long, you know what I mean? So, 
Which, but she, she's like, you know, Bobby's finally found something he's good yeah, at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you Which can't just rip can't. that away from him. Yeah. And Hank's like, well, uh, life's not fair. So it's a good lesson for the boy. <laughs> yeah, good lesson for the boy. Yeah, and she's got a fair point. She's like, what if they never let you play football? You'd still have that little bone in your ankle, but but you would not have any, any of the, of the memories. memories. Right. Yeah. So he's like, oh, okay. And so <laughs> Hank's like, you know, screw it. And he tells Bobby to go get his clothes out of the trash. We're going to need them for the contest. Bobby's super excited now because now he can shoot with him. Um, we have to win. Hills always win. You know, uh, you, you've never lost anything in your life. And Hank's like, well, you can't always expect to win. And Bobby, of course, is regurgitating what Hank's told him over the years. Yeah, absolutely. He's telling him, I won't choke. And then his dad's trying to say, well, some people just choke sometimes. It's all good, son. He's, you know, he keeps going on. He said, we just got to be proud that God took the time to give us a fault. <laughs> <laughs> that's Bob, loser talk. Bobby's yeah. like, yeah, that's loser talk. You, you taught, taught me that. that. No Hill's ever been a loser. We fought for Texas at the Alamo, which, which is I don't know about loss. that, but okay. Yeah. Well, sure. even if they did have a Hill that's at true, the it Alamo. true, it is a loss. It was a loss. Uh, (laughs) It was a big Uh, loss. He is just super happy about getting the trophy. Uh, So next, Hank Hank has decided, okay, I'm going to go see this sports psychologist. Uh, lays down a few ground rules when he goes into his office, though. He says, oh, he doesn't well, he, he just lay him down. He, like, yells at this dude. He walks into this guy's office and just yells this whole stream of consciousness at him. I don't believe him. in any of that gobbledygook about the subconscious or any other witchcraft. I won't take pills. I won't let you hypnotize or molest me. And then the guy goes, well, I can help you without using witchcraft pills and molestation, but it won't be easy. It won't be <laughs> it easy. It won't be easy. <laughs> That's right. So uh, he starts talking to him about uh, visualization, uh, imagine a dart flying from your gun to the target. Don't pull the trigger until you see, uh, until you can see it. And then he starts to slip back into hearing his dad right. again, calling him shaky, telling him to close the other eye. Or I'll Does he's going to poke it out? Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna I'll close that eye. Or I'm going to poke it out. Um, and so Hank starts talking about how uh, whenever he starts to shoot, he aims and he remembers himself as a boy and Cotton yelling at him. Um, and then the therapist tells him you're wasting valuable session time. It's it's funny because he's trying <laughs> to give him like I understand what the psychologist is doing. He's trying to just get him into the mindset of uh, you know push out everything and just focus on the one task that you're doing. But I think it's funny that he starts telling the re, like the root cause yeah, of the yeah. inability. He's to like, shoot. oh, you're wasting time. You're, you're wasting, wasting my time. time. Yeah. yeah, I don't care about your dad. <laughs> What's your dad got to do with this? So he tells he tells Hank, well, you know, you got to start visualizing. Stay relaxed. Uh, let's let, why don't you visualize it as a butterfly? You know, I'm not uh, imagining taking, a butterfly. <laughs> taking a dart and flying it to the target. He's I'm not imagining a butterfly. How about a hummingbird? How about a McDonnell Douglas L ten eleven wide body? <laughs> Which is kind of funny, and it's a, a goof there. Uh, the the McDonnell Douglas L ten eleven doesn't exist. It was manufactured by Lockheed, so it's a Lockheed ten eleven. Oh, so it's wow. L ten eleven by Lockheed. There you go. Uh, so uh, now he he says, uh, okay, now we need to add some audio to this visualization of mm-hmm. this McDonald or or whatever uh, uh, plane flying in. He says, uh, say it out loud. To the end of the rainbow. <laughs> I'm not saying, and he just interrupts and say whatever you want. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> yeah. right. Prepare for top speed. That's right. <laughs> they killed me. I died laughing. <laughs> Thought that was funny. So now we're at the competition. Hank has gone through his uh, his practice here or his visualization or whatever. Uh, and uh, Peggy tells him how her fingers are crossed for him and, you know, all of that. The guy starts talking about 
Uh, all the formats and all the different kind of shooting competitions today. He goes, format for today is the same as last year. Start with the tandem shoot, then the quick draw, followed by the pretend to be sleeping, grab the loaded gun under the bed and shoot a figure in the shadows. Then to our favorite event, the all new and expanded simulated hunting experience that we all like to call the gauntlet. And finally, just in case some of the dads have been doing all the work, independent, long range accuracy shooting. So they're all ready to go. This competition has yep. started. Bobby's hyped up too. Come on, Dad, let's bag us a trophy. That's right. And have That's fun. Right. Yeah. Well, and, Bob, and Hank's like, and have fun. Yeah. Uh, and so uh, they go to the tandem shoot, um, and and there's Hank shaking a little bit. He has to say, prepare for top speed, all of that kind of stuff. And Bobby, and he misses. And Bobby's like, uh, that wasn't a practice round. And Hank's trying to get over this thing with uh, just got to make a little adjustment and that kind of stuff. Um, finally, Hank busts out something rainbow going to the rainbow. Yeah. <laughs> and he hits it. Yeah, he hits it. So yeah. so Bobby's like, hey, good going. He's like, over the rainbow, over the rainbow. I guess I'm falling into my groove to the end of the yellow brick road. How about a little fire scarecrow? Yeah. yeah. So uh, there is a two-point deduction there because Hank Hank messes up a little bit. Yeah. And uh, But he looks up at the scoreboard, and he's like, hey, look at that. We're in, in second, second place. place. Yeah. Because I think he's just basically stopped thinking about it, you know, and just started to shoot. Yeah, and then uh, – I guess it's Bobby that comes out here. It says the McKay's just came out of the gauntlet and the younger one blew that away. That is, uh, that's uh, uh, Luann. No, Luann. Luann, yeah, Luann comes sorry. running up. Good yeah. news. The McKay's just came out of the gauntlet and the younger one blew away an entire picnicking family. <laughs> that means we're tied for first. That's right. And then here comes Cotton. Sorry, I'm yep. late. I had to stop by the Wax Museum again and give the finger to that's FDR. My, that's like one of my all-time favorite cotton lines. Yeah. yeah, I had to give the finger to FDR. Yeah, there's Bobby. He's super excited because Gramps, you came and and uh, uh, Cotton's like, I'm always here to support my Bobby. That's it. He doesn't say yeah, anything about Yeah, say anything about, about Hank. Hank. I'm always here to support my Bobby. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I give you a shoulder to cry on. You'll need one, won't he, Hank? Yeah, it's just rough, man. I don't understand why he's so mean to Hank. Anyway, uh, uh, Hank is like, uh, no, he's not going to need that shoulder. As a matter of fact, we're tied for first. Uh, Bobby's like, all we have left is the accuracy round. And then and here comes here, Cotton. Here accuracy. Better hope the target is the side of a barn. That's right. Yeah. And Hank is just like, he, he's over it at this point. He's, come on, Bobby, let's just remember, son, we're out here to do our best. And so Bobby says to that, uh, that's because we are the best, Dad. I mean, he, Bobby, honestly, to his credit, he is really trying to make this this thing work. You know, I mean, he's so excited just to be with his dad, and he's he's excited to shoot and all this stuff. And so, yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, Cotton elbows somebody in the crowd, and he's like, "That's my grandson and his father." Yeah, yeah. and his father. <laughs> <laughs> And then Bobby, he's like, "Hey, guess what? If they if they miss this next shot, we win." Yeah, so Hank, I mean, he doesn't want to win that no, way. No, he Hank's wants like, to win by shooting. Yeah. yeah. And so uh, here's here's Cotton up in the up in the stands. Come on, Hank! I got money riding on this shot on the McKay's. <laughs> so he's yeah, betting on the McKay's, he's actively betting, betting against against him. his son and his grandson. Well, I mean, you know, it's probably a safe bet. Uh, <laughs> Hank's not generally known to choke, but I just don't see this going well. Yeah. So Hank starts kind of talking himself through it. 
and you hear, okay, Hank, it's time for takeoff. You know what to do. It's not just for you. It's for Bobby. Yeah. You know, you just need to focus. Stop talking to yourself. Oh, wait, you're still talking. Wait, are you here to talk? Are you here to shoot? I'm here to hey, shoot. shoot. In a discussion, discussion, let's do it. Which is kind of weird. Like, yeah. for Hank to have that kind of, like, yeah, that, conversation with himself is real never, weird. That's like a never. Bill thing yeah. or, like, a Dale in the middle of a psychosis trip yeah. thing. Or it's definitely even, a Bill even, thing. Like, even Peggy doesn't do stuff like sure. that. So it was sure. kind of weird to see Hank having this, you know, Inner outer dialogue, like he's, it's an inner dialogue, but he's just yeah. he's vo- vo- yeah. vocalizing it. It's kind of kind of odd. I don't know. I so, like that. It's kind of weird. So Hank takes that shot, but he does miss. Yeah, miss. And so the McKays win again, um, and he's like, "Well, where's Bobby?" And Bobby comes around the corner, and he is super freaking around excited, the corner. Man. Yeah, yeah, we did it, Dad. Yeah. Second place in father son tournament. Which I- come on, like like to be <laughs> honest, if you're out there with your kid, you're having a good time, and you yeah. managed to pull second yeah. in a shooting contest, that's still good. Nobody's upset about that. You still go get ice cream and pizza. I think there only might have been two teams, but still, yeah, it's yeah. still you know. Uh, but anyway, he's super excited. He wants to put the trophy on his wall. He's talking about how great they are. It's the best day ever. You're the best dad ever. I'm I mean, the it's, best son ever. It's a big deal, man. You know. And then uh, he said, "Can we do it again next year?" And Hank's like, "Yeah, we can do it again if that's what you want." Uh, and <laughs> I mean, honestly, all that worrying by Hank, all of the shakes, all of the you know everything, and Bobby's just super happy. He doesn't to be even with care. His dad. Yeah, he doesn't even care. And that's the whole thing about Bobby is. He just wants his dad to accept him for who he is. He doesn't care about anything else. He just wants to be accepted by his dad. Yep. And so uh, they start walking towards the uh, towards the car. Bobby feels like ice cream. He, you know, Hank's like that sounds, that sounds good. good. You can tell that just the whole weight is lifted off of Hank at this. Yeah, point. which it should be. I mean, like yeah. I, I always, I just, I know, I know why they do it because it's a, it's a part of a character for a TV show. But I just find. I, I just find it so odd how he handles his relationship with his kid. No kidding, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, look at it. Look at who he had for an example. Yeah, you know? yeah. His example wasn't that great. So I guess compared to the example, he does a damn good job. Yeah, he really Cotton. does. Yeah, he does a wonderful job. And so uh, they're walking to the car. He feels like ice cream. It sounds good. Where do we park? Uh, and he said that way. And they start walking to the truck, and then he realizes, oh yeah, we, we forgot, forgot mom. mom. Well, let's go right. get her. Yeah. <laughs> and then we get our credits, and so. Uh, it, overall, great episode. Um, yeah, really, really introduced episode. a lot more of that whole uh, thing that Cotton has hanging over Hank's head. Yeah, really showed their dyna- di- dynamic yeah. a little bit more. Yeah, and just the dynamic of Hank and Bobby getting along. Yeah, know? so uh, I got a little bit of trivia, not and too then, much. Hang on, one more thing. Uh, After all the credits, we get uh, as everything, I want my binky I want bag. My binky bag. The stinger right. quote. Yeah. That's so right. we'll well well now I guess since they they started at the very end of season one, so we'll always have the stinger quote yeah. to hit at the end. Yeah. So this episode was actually uh, I want to say it was written and produced. Uh, it was directed. Sorry, it was written by Paul Lieberstein. Which we know is Toby from from the office, but it was directed by a guy named Adam Coleman, Kuhlman, Coleman, and uh, he was one of those longtime TV guys, uh, longer than just regular TV. He did uh, he did stuff in the eighties. I don't know if you know of this particular eighties animated movie called Fire and Ice. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah he was Fire the and animator. Ice is a Don Bluth thing, right? Yeah, yeah, it's a, yeah. it's, it's a like a, it's a, it's like an animated. It was, I believe, after Heavy Metal, and yeah. it was like uh, they were trying to do a follow up kind of thing. You know, there was a big interest in a lot of that rock and roll animation stuff. At that yeah, point. well, this guy did. Uh, he was uh, he was an animator for Fire and Ice. Oh, uh, cool. He did He Man and the Masters of the Universe TV series, Seabert, yeah. uh, Fat Albert and the Cosby Kids, The Smurfs. Uh, wow. Yeah, new Yogi. He did the Yogi, the '80s uh, reboot of Yogi Bear. Yeah. 
uh, Dino Riders in the High Stage. Fern Gully, he was an animator for. Oh, wow. That's another Don uh, Bluth. Yeah, it's a Don Bluth one. Yeah, yeah you're right. Uh, he did What's New Scooby-Doo, a little bit of King of the Hill. After King of the Hill, he went on to do the Simpsons movie, and he did a lot of the Simpsons stuff, too, I guess, as a lot of these guys are all in the same Fox studio house. Mm-hmm. So he did, alongside of King of the Hill, he also did a dibbled and dabbled in The Simpsons. Well, so. can you imagine like being employed at Fox at this time? You oh, know, yeah, this, this, they were the only ones doing animation. Not only were they the only ones doing animation, they were the only ones that were targeting animation for adults. Right. Yeah. ABC, NBC, CBS, none of those Nobody's guys were doing, doing it. And animation. nobody, and yeah. if you think about it right now, it's nobody has done it. They've tried and yep. failed because for some reason, Fox is the only Fox one that was able to do it. some successful They know deal. what to do. Yeah. And uh, so this is uh, also whenever he mentions uh, the last time he fired a rifle, a Texan was in the White House. Right. So for that trivia there, there was only two presidents before. For uh, Herbert Walker, that were Texans in his life, in his potential life frame. So Dwight D. Eisenhower was a Texan, and Lyndon Johnson was a Texan. So I'm gonna imagine that since Lyndon was from '63 to '69, it was probably Lyndon that he was talking about on that one. Oh, maybe so. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, as a disclaimer, uh, I kind of wanted to add this since there's been a lot of stuff going on. It is a gun episode, and uh, I didn't want to shy away from everything that's going on right now. And uh, just be safe with guns, people. And, no kidding, right? Uh, if you have any, you know, issues or anything with anybody around you, don't please don't hesitate to report those people because I would prefer not to be at no the kidding. local grocery store yep. uh, with gunfire. Yep. So, uh, well, the other thing I would like to say. In response to that is we are in Texas and everybody does seem to have a gun, uh, but uh, mental health care also needs a big shot in the arm because I don't think we have much of it. No, not, and and especially uh, for... for uh, That's a real issue. For young males. Yep. And it's... Uh, and you see it a lot in themes in King of the Hill. You know, it's, you know, it's, it's a lot of swallow your feelings type mentality yeah. and hold your emotions in kind of thing. And it's funny that's they, what causes a lot of these mental health problems. It's funny. They call them incels and stuff. You know, these these guys who are yeah. spurned by every woman they've ever known and everybody makes fun of them and stuff, but nobody helps them. Yeah, nobody you tries know, to get to the root the, cause of it. You know, they make yeah. a lot of memes and jokes and yeah. it's all fun to joke and meme. But at the end of the day, we have to set that aside and realize that uh, it's a real issue. And uh, shout out to Mike Chisholm and the work that they're doing with uh, He Changed It and uh, you know their mental health efforts as well, and uh, hate to leave on that note, but no, know, no, it's a good thing. Every once in a while, we gotta we, we gotta to put something out there to be responsible. Yeah, you know? especially with the gun episode. Yeah. And two day, with the last two days, we've had two mass yeah, shootings. Yeah, it's been a little rough uh, this week. So. Uh, uh, everybody, thank you again for joining us. Uh, next week we've got uh, season two, episode two. Yeah. Um, and uh, we're going to keep this train rolling. Thank yeah. you guys all for listening. We really appreciate it. We have a lot of unique listeners, which is which is a real great metric for us. Uh, it's not just downloads. It's unique listeners. We we love the fact that there's so many of you out there listening to us. And, yeah, we and appreciate we it. We just can't thank you enough. Yeah, we yeah. appreciate it. Uh, you can find us on all social medias at mm-hmm. B-W-A-A-A-K-O-T-H, B-W-A-A-A-K-O-T-H. Which you're doing a great job with, by the way. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, and then you can also find us and all the other great shows at RogueMediaNetwork.com. Yeah, don't and, forget to go check uh, all all the great episodes yeah. we've, got, we've got coming out. Yeah, there's some good stuff. Um You guys uh, join us again next week, and uh, thanks again for being here. I want my banky back. (laughs) Wimitanya. Wimitanya.
Oh. This has been a Rogue Media Podcast. 